millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're fucking just... weird. <laughs> Where are you going? I have my beer. Oh, you're waiting oh, for the foam to be- die down because you don't know how to pour a beer. Before we... <laughs> Let's start with, you know what? I love that I start talking immediately after somebody swears so I don't edit it out. Before we begin, let's throw some thanks and sponsor mentions. Hey, everybody. Ambassador Cycling people, that's right. This is the time that gets dialed in, especially when you spend so much time seated on your bike indoors. You know that small ache that hits you when you're outside? gets a lot fucking worse when you're stuck on a stationary bike. I swore during an ad read. I'm really sorry, Sam. Get to AmbassadorCycling.com today. Book some time to get properly fit before you hurt yourself. Before you hurt yourself. Untapped maple, people. Did you know that the untapped salted raspberry is absolutely brilliant on pancakes? I know this is the same read from last week, but I didn't have time to write a new one. Or that the Stroofwobbles are delicious with your morning coffee. Be sure to check out all the great offerings that untapped maple has to offer. Click the link at packfiller.com. And for the final time... This November, I am going to be saying the Movember Foundation, people. It is November, at least while we're recording this show. Be sure and check out our efforts to help the fight to end prostate cancer through growing of facial hair. Lastly, let's throw out a new one, shall we? Once again, pox, pox, pack, I fucked up the read already. I should not. (laughs) Pox sports, people. You're batting a thousand. I'd like to know where the name pox came from. Pox. I think it's an acronym, isn't it? Well, there's one acronym that's person of color, but that's not. Scandinavian. It's anything but Swedish, color. right? Person yeah, Swedish. Lack yeah. of color. Yeah. Uh, they're on board to keep us covered. Pox Cycling Collection includes helmets and apparel, as well as gloves and accessories for both men and women, and has developed perfectly balanced performance and protection. By the way, I say accessories. Please say nobody at this bar says accessories. Mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, because that would be criminal. It's almost as wrong as aluminium. Or like catsup. Well, that's a British thing. Catsup? Aluminium. You ever hear anybody call ketchup catsup? Catsup. No. Oh, fuck's wrong with you? you want to okay, wait, it's wait, not wait, me. Wait. We're getting into this. It's an old how babysitter. You, how would you say <laughs> E-X-I-T? Exit. Thank you. There are not eggs at this exit. It's not exit. Exit? Everybody says that, and I'm. Well, that's not right. Okay. Not everybody. Mm. Fucker, try O F T E N. You're gonna bring that up often. No. Mm. He, it's a, it is a silent T, I think. But it is a silent T. Often. Or how do you say? But I don't. I, I mean, let Jack. Really? It's how often, do you say the month often. of love? Yeah. Great one. I say February. Wrong. 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 February. 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 That's how it's spelled. Bullshit, though. So what's the difference between often and February? Fucking proper English. Jeez. Well, how do you say how do you say guitar? 
Oh, cutter. I actually cutter. been saying nope, Qatar. No, lately. it's not. It's, I think they're. If you ask Siri, it's Qatar or Qatar. Oh, Siri, yeah. fucking or the Google. Okay. Yeah, I've just had people who have been stationed over there that say everybody pronounces it over there. Yeah, are we blowing cutter. Paul's ears out. <laughs> yeah. But then it's. So basically, if anybody, if anybody thinks that the English language is properly spoken uh, by even people that live in America, they're woefully wrong. I mean, add Southern dialect to any. Can I call attention to the fact that that last sentence almost looked like a, you had a stroke trying to get it out? <laughs> I need more, well, more I type, alcohol. I, I, I typed these show notes whilst watching the World Cup, and it got me thinking. What would cycling be like if we just randomly fell off every time somebody bumped us? Think of the carnage. Think of it. It's just like, I mean, a wow. sprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Williams brothers, Williams brothers would fall a lot, I bet. You guys don't get it. It's okay. No, I love it. It was a freaking beautiful, beautiful tournament, but the, but the, the, the falling makes me angry. Yeah. Well, thank God we don't. Thank God the show is about cycling, and thank God it's Tuesday and the beverages are poured, and we are live in the Rim Break Bar right here on YouTube. This is the Pack Filler Podcast, and I took the entire intro to get that far into the show. Full house yet again tonight, yet we can see if we can rein these cats in a bit. Uh, gentlemen, to begin, let's ask the icebreaker, shall we? What's the story? A brief story. I'm looking at you, Jack. Behind one of your scars. A story mm. behind one of your scars. Good. Yeah. I'm giving Paul a couple seconds well, to I think about it because he's oh well, he's got you it. Got okay. No scars. Mm-hmm. Paul getting no scars. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. <laughs> I got more than tattoos. I, I, I hear you have a practice wife. There's yeah. scars. Mary, yeah, practice wife. Yeah, Mary Kate. She broke my yeah. heart. Yeah. Yeah, that's from Jaws or something like <laughs> yeah. that. He first of all, he's the guy who I believe this year will be the next year, Mr. Paul Main. This is I not going to be the next year. This is going to be the. This the, is going the, to be the year of the Paul. next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The year right. of Paul. You're yeah. Paul. Because we're all going that's to Masters awesome. National. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. haven't determined where. It's you're at. not. You're not a master yet. No. Unfortunately, Paul, tell me a, a quick story behind one of your scars. Yeah, I've I've had it since, uh, and it's a bike one. I was uh, eight years old, and I, you know, lived out in a farm. Yeah, and borrowed a friend's stingray and hit some <laughs> loose gravel, buried a knee in it, and still there. And I've got chunks of gravel in it. It's in my left still knee. Still in there. And yeah, it's some of my scars from racing have disappeared. I had the country of Italy scar when I crashed at Manitoba. <laughs> From all those, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I still have a like a keloid star, a scar that went down on my shoulder where, well, my collarbone's up here when I crashed and broke my collarbone and separated my AC joint. But the, the best one is the oldest one. The oldest one. Right on there. a stingray. Yeah, on a stingray. Stingrays are stupid. He gets two, I get two. No, I didn't. I didn't tell the stories on the other one. Jackie, no, you know, but, but he, he says two in like 48 <laughs> seconds. You say two in like 48 days. <laughs> Next, he's the guy who I can't look at the same now, now that I know he's a vegetarian, Mr. Sam Waples. <laughs> I'm not even looking you in the fucking eye. Yeah, I think he eats what he wants, though. I'm a choicetarian. Cho- oh, right. is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. All right. I can um, look you in the eye. Yeah, I think the best one is definitely the Maui scar from last year. That's going over the guardrail. Yeah. Yeah. You needed Chloe. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, man, I was looking back on her scar. Hers is so much worse. Hers was <laughs> gruesome. I mean, mine was bad, but that was awful. Well, um, I love you to death, but she was probably going faster. She was going faster, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and she went straight into a guardrail. I just slid along it. Um, yeah, I would say it was that. Okay. That would have to be the worst on my forearm. Right. 
Third, he's the guy who I bet while riding this, and I did bet while riding this, but it's just because he showed up too late that he would be the first to give me shit about not shoveling the driveway. <laughs> Mr. Jack Broadhead, how are you, man? Welcome. We, we get you at, like, random intervals. I, it's just like your payoff with a slot machine. It's just like I pull enough, and yeah, all of a sudden and he shows sudden up. Jack shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I actually drove over specifically for the podcast. You lie like oh, a rock. Yeah. It's actually, this is the, the last two times I've been on, I've driven into town to go to the podcast, by the way. Really? Yeah, like, it's Tuesday. i got to hurry. Holy shit. Thank you yeah. for your sacrifice. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's terrible roads today. I mean, it the fuel, fuel mileage was it better. Is, yeah. but. We're about to get hit. We're about to get hit with a, fo- a foot of snow. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. is in centimeters for you over the pond, but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, what, tell me about a scar. Um, Sandpoint crit as a as a senior, <laughs> and so this was you know I I it was the last lap, and I you know you're trying to go from tenth to first in the yeah. second corner and and i ha- i have the scar right here on my ass don't put, don't, oh, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't 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 i'm blind and some butt lint too thanks it, jesus it it's oh, it's something that, that yeah, like well, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. every significant other <laughs> has asked me about Trips. what are they doing well i mean <laughs> So I had I had stitches. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Whew. This is a professional podcast, guys. What would be the ultimate cycling trans, uh, tramp stamp? I mean, just dink mark. A dink mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I mean, a scarf. I was thinking of a logo cool. of, of a company, but that's no. actually the perfect one. That might be uh, would, like you ran I would do over a campy. You know, they had a little shield oh, in the quick yeah, relief yeah, wing. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool, but yeah. that's so, so just so pretty. I was thinking, dig mark like you were run over, you know? Yeah, grease left behind. Yeah, a tire track, tire mm-hmm. track, or something. Mm-hmm. Chain ring mark. <laughs> tire oh my track. god, the spray that you get up the butt on a wet day. Oh, back oh, that. That's up, a good one. Originating yeah. from the crack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you you ride naked, get the spray, go into your tattoo artist, and say, yeah. just start copy that. Yeah, copy and he he asks wow. you if you took an explosive shit. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it went upwards. <laughs> yeah. Next, he's the guy who genuinely doesn't give it genuinely doesn't give a shit about what beer is on tap here mm-hmm. or pretty much anywhere. Mister Jackson Bolger, how are you, man? Doing well, thanks. Um, <laughs> I love it. You're just straight to the point. You're just you. Do, you don't even go like, oh yeah. So I was gonna say, fuck this, bye 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 bye. You're like, good. Now I'll talk about this question. Well, I've you been thinking about. Point. Well, I've been I thinking like about it. this question for the past plenty. Like, however, time yeah. I haven't listened to any minutes, of you guys. Right. By Ten, minutes. So, <laughs> Ten minutes. So these minutes, yeah, been discussed. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I have so many scars. Um, uh, let's see. I have one on my. One of my two knees, both are pretty That's destroyed. A yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, from when I was pretty young, I uh, was like tra- playing baseball with a plastic bat, and I slid to try and get there. And I mean, I was playing by myself. I'm an only child, so he's competitive. Aww. Yeah, I was. Comp- I've I've always been competitive, but I, I, I went- this was a bike race one. No, it doesn't have nothing to do with bike. And just guys so about scars, Jack. Fucking sorry. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Before I'm mute you. <laughs> Um, Let me drink my rye. I went in. I like went inside of the bat though with my leg and yeah, yeah, exited. So yeah, it's always been there since I was like I think six you years old. You have gravel in your kneecap too. I do. Right? Yeah, yeah, I have a lot. I even have lead from getting stabbed in the eighth grade in my left arm. So Holy Pencil. cow! Pencil. We have gravel. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I have lead in my ass. Because in third grade, some mm. some guy thought it was funny to set a pencil oh, down, and oh, I sat down, fuck. and it broke off. Yeah. I got Did a you little... center it? No, he, he missed the... Uh, oh, good. Yeah. I have that would have perforated bowel. That would basketball. be really bad. Why would you Leads ask up that question? Jack, why would you ask that question? <laughs> well, I'm just, just curious. <laughs> of all the things. No, but, uh, I mean, you could have commiserated. You could have gone. You could have said. You could have said. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You could have said, oh, my God, that must have been horrible for you. <laughs> but you you say asked you if center it's centered. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm the guy who overcooked the turkey. I'm oh. Pat Bolger. Sorry. Uh, I did. I don't cook the fucking turkey. Better than under. And my my best one is it, I don't. I have a lot of scars, but like you said, Paul, the hip ones have mm-hmm. gone away from all the crit racing mm-hmm, days mm-hmm. in the year. But um, this one right on the underside of my chin, I thought I'd be cool and show off for some girls at the pool back the back in the day, and I jumped in backwards, mm-hmm. and I, my chin just went bam right on the edge of the uh, on the edge of the pool. Did you bite your tongue off? Yeah, I thought I did, Jack. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> God, I love it when you show up. Um, but uh, but um, I reopened it uh, when I was riding to work. I worked at Wheel Sport Bike Shop. And I was riding to work, and I looked behind me to change lanes, and a car stopped. And I went right back into the, into the back of the car and face first into the trunk of it. I mean, in the back of it. And I reopened that very scar. So that's mm-hmm. a scar under the chin. So it does have something to do with cycling. Stitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both times. Both times. Me too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Jack. We had a teammate once who got stitches somewhere because he was admiring how shiny his hubs were. It was one of the Franzen boys, I think. He was. He was like, "Oh my God, my hubs Matt? are so shiny." No, James. Mm. I think his brother. Yeah, and he uh, ran into a car. Oh. Park car. Park car. Anybody ever done that? Ran into oh, a park car. Nope. Not a park one. Of, yeah, I did that as a kid, talking with a friend. Fortunately, it was a truck, and fortunately, the bed was open. Yeah. And I just hit it and just what slid into the back. Of the <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even know it hit me. I was like, a boo. And I get up, I'm like, did anybody see that? I'm like, probably yeah. in fourth grade. Oh, okay. Like, so embarrassed. How about the car door thing? Anybody had the person mm-hmm. park open the car door? I had a woman do it. She was, I don't mean to be sexist, but it was a woman. So it's not sexist. I'm just, why did I call attention to it? I don't know. People. Give me shit online. It wasn't weird, but now it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this this woman, she was in a yard sale, and she opened her door right while I was coming by. And it clipped me. Fortunately, I didn't go full bore into it, but it clipped me. And it. You know what they teach you in driving school you're in, gonna say in Denmark? The, the, no, the, this is what yeah. they do in Denmark. The Dutch look. Yeah. yeah. You have to open the door with your right. It causes you to yeah. look, mm-hmm. turn. Your right hand. Yeah. You, have to yeah. you have to look. And I knew you were going to pull a Euro card and make us look bad. <laughs> no. So I, I had a I had a young friend growing up in the BMX days that mm-hmm. reached down to like check to see if he he'd put a rear wheel on check to see if his chain while riding was <gasps> loose or tight and he fucking rode two fingers if not three into his front chain ring on a BMX bike it's there's no you can't derail, there's no derail there's, there's no, no tension uh, adjust he yeah. rode it in and you can't go back. Like I mean, he right, couldn't go back. Coaster break or something? No, no. I think it was free wheel, but I think he just fell over, and we had to dis. But it's tight. I mean, it was ugh. Eighth inch pitch ugly. instead of a five thirty second. <laughs> it was. It, oh. So at least it's a one eighth pitch. It's a little. You bigger. guys talking about hitting cars reminded me of that. That's yeah. a that was a horrible thing. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Brought chills to my spine just talking about it. So. Okay. That's bad. So, um. We're scarred. 
Two quick questions. How was your Thanksgiving? And did you get any saddle time? Anybody? Not outside. Sam, he and held up I two did fingers. outside just to spite you. <laughs> yeah. You got two rides in this week? I did three rides or four rides this week. Fucking sweet. Fuck, fuck. Outside? You made it, you, I did you made one ride outside. All of us. Okay, that's like all that counts. Five, yeah. Yeah. So you had one ride and then the rest training. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Paul, I need something here. I'm not going to keep up with Sam, but I need something here. So, okay. And the you ride got outside, right outside was only a two and a half mile ride with Gus. So, like, check it on Strava. It was mm-hmm. slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's icy. Super dangerous. But you put on everything. You, it was cold. You got, you got your heart rate up, putting mm-hmm. on your shoe covers, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I think you're wow. going to lead. Paul, did you ride? I probably had four indoor training rides. Four? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. But they don't count. They, well, they're they're training, but they're not counting as rides. It's not a bike oh, ride. You I, did say indoor said training, training rides. rides. You did. I just you did do that, which that. I got ripped yeah. a new one for. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, but it's not a true ride. Jack, what did you <laughs> no. do outside of the turkey trot? I had family. I had family. I had like eighteen at Thanksgiving. Did you turkey trot? I had like three mile run, but not thirteen. I heard. No, you I, didn't ran, a, I did well, not do well, a turkey half marathon. Well, that's just you mentioned that. Well, that's just in the <laughs> testament about how fit and strong Thank of a you. man it's you much are. Much appreciated. Yeah. yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, I'm glad you think highly of me. Well, I always will. <laughs> I, I mean, it was only three miles, and you did multiple turkeys. I did two turkeys, one on the barbecue where you crunch the back and you remove, remove Spitch, the spine. Spitch, yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. and uh, one in the oven. Wow. So we still we're still eating turkey. And they were both <laughs> yeah. they were both moist, weren't they? Um, so the the barbecue actually turned out a little dry. Oh, um, the legs were not, but the breast was pretty dry because it cooks fast. Yeah. It really cooks fast. I was shocked. Um, and then the the in the, the the normal turkey in the oven was perfect. I mean, I, I cooked a turkey in the oven mm-hmm. in um, uh, Pasco, Washington. Two seventeen pounders, by the way. Yeah, I made a 24-pounder for four people. Fuck. Nice. Wow. You and still got turkey. It was fucking terrible. It was fucking terrible. Oh. It was dry as bone. It was It was a, um, um, a but about Christmas vacation. It was, it was a Griswold cur- oh. yeah, turkey. Yeah. So I, just, you, I cut into one of them. It just died in upon itself. It Did died you? in upon itself, and it was thankful that it was dead because yeah. it was just like, Actually, shouldn't have been thankful that it was dead. It was like you fucker. I yeah, died. I died and, for and you, you. Ruined yeah. everything that yeah. was left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was bad. It was terrible. You can you know there's a temperature do dumplings. There's and it'll revive yeah. it. There's oh, a temperature it. difference between turkey and pizza. So <laughs> I thought maybe I'd let you know. Really? Yeah. So you probably put it. At, 700 degrees. Yeah. Like wood, wood burning oven, you know, <laughs> slid it in there for four hours. <laughs> oh. I did actually ride. <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank yep, you. He's back. Thank you. Jackson's here. Yep. yep. And I'm back on the horse of it. Um, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, <laughs> ate, a, ate a good share. Not too much, you know, as I talked about. Um, yeah. But yeah, getting back into it. Starting with three days a week and whatever happens, happens. Jackson was not with me no. and his mother on, on Thanksgiving. So he had probably an in-laws. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then a, a little story from my uh, from my ride that I did inside. Um, I remember how I always talk about how I just start off right from where I left off pretty much. And it sucks the first couple of weeks, and it did really suck. <laughs> um, so... I did a workout that was like I had to hold 790 or something like that for like 
10 seconds. Like, you know, that's not very long, but when you haven't trained for a month, mm-hmm. it's that's pretty mm-hmm. long. Um, and I, it got so bad after the third interval, which was the final one. So I did all of them at so full. You're, you're jumping right into interval training. Yeah. Yeah. God. And so Holy I, shit. I had to lay on the floor. And the room was spinning. I got LED lights for the like ceiling of this room that I was like putting together. Did you stroke out? I kind of almost did. The whole place was like spinning a little bit. It was like wow. it was a coming to Jesus moment. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know, so it makes me a hard man. That's right, right there. I'm still kind of base smiling this sucker. No such thing. Yeah. Okay. You just I'm start so, off. Yeah. So Jackson, I was. My next question was going to be adding. Actually, I I did ride both t- uh, two times this week, both indoors. So I guess they don't count. Nope. Um. And I'm. I did a strength training on on system, and I've been doing my derby challenge, and I'm now up to 360 squats a day. That's I got to get up to 600 in a day. And we'll we'll get there. So anyway, um, about adding about about intensity. Do you guys all just jump right into intensity, or what happened to the the concept of base of building a fitness base? Sam's shaking his head. Apparently, he's the only one that does that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, man, you are just like David, and both of them are wicked fast. So yeah. Maybe there is something so maybe to be learned all there. Wrong. Get results. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I agree with that. Um, but I will say this: like up until probably if. Uh, we're Friday starting in March, maybe like until June or July, I can smoke David in a five minute effort. Right. And then he gets miles and then he's going. So that's why I think that those are pretty critical to do. Like I'm doing a lot of like five to 10 minute threshold intervals right now, you know, but like he'll come out of the gates and be able to just smoke it in a sprint. So I mean, it's to each their own. Just a different tactic. You're more of a sprinter anyway. You're gonna win that way. I'm gonna win by going like several miles out. Yeah, just play to your specialty. What if What if I don't know what my specialty is? <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, you don't have one. Well, my, my, it changes when you get older. My body's changing, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> this is like just the thirteen again. Thing, right? I mean, twelve again. Can adult. you hear me? What's the What's the book? We should make an adult birds and the bees. You know, it's like yeah. your your body changing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but an adult version. Can of Can you that. hear me, God? It's you can it's hear me, God, this, Martha or whatever the fucking the book is. Yeah, yeah. that that <laughs> noise is the sound of decay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a turkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dry. <That> was <laughs> it was so bad. Just, um, do, Paul, what are you doing? Do you? Um. I'm not going as hard as he is, but I found on that RGT that I was telling you on yeah. uh, that I've been doing. Um, they have uh, Leuven City. These are all just multiple <laughs> sponsored dings. They so, have a yeah. course on Leuven City, and there's like four climbs, and and it's it's like punchy climbs. You know, there's one that's like a my time is a minute thirty something. Then there's one that's about two and a half minutes. Another one, it's on pushing three minutes. I'm down. So I, I wrote it first time, giving you a little bit of effort because I don't, I don't know where it pitches and everything. Mm-hmm. So I use that like two times a week. I do that, and I, and of course on the screen it tells you your best time. And, oh yeah, and I love that. So yeah. yeah. Then I'm sitting there and I know now I'm recognizing this is around this corner. It's going to pitch up to seven, seven percent. So it's a little bit of a sprint shift of gear. I mean that's 
just you know the course it. already. I'm starting yeah, to, yeah, well, yeah. You're taking this as you do your life. Yeah, it's because w- it's the same the thing. Is a, that's how I'd approach it if it was a race. Sure. And that's what I'm trained for is a race. And mm. then over the top, I don't set up. Yeah. I, I try and recover as I go, and that's. As but I, I can't do stallion over here. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't do 700. I don't think I've even hit 700 the, the watts on that. said, too. I was just like, going, no I'm not going to say anything because yeah. I don't want to be looking like the biggest wolf in the room. Jackson, what does 700 watts look like? Yeah, I've I never have seen no that. <laughs> I can't count that high. <laughs> uh, when, so you mentioned when you add intensity, Sam. Yeah, so I would add it, I mean, probably in like March, April. I'll start that doing late. more. Yeah. That, but that's when races are. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going to win any of the beginning races. Okay. I'll be lucky to win some of the end races. You could race into shape. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah show as long as I a... have some of the base stuff to... Oh. West Side Race and yeah, Mason I mean, like Lake. The, the only races race. that I ever Vance won Creek. was when I had like that longer like fitness to go out from like a ways out with a breakaway group, right? I've never won something from a sprint, so I'm not even going to try to get my watts up for a sprint. Mm-hmm. There's a thousand. Jackson will blow me out of the water ten times out of ten. Yeah, but if I go from you know like twenty minutes out, I might be able to crack him. I'm gonna call you guys out on some things, and I'm gonna jump very quickly into the topic by calling you out on some things. First of all, I heard the term "race into shape." Um. Early season races, I'm not going to be fit by a specific, you know, those early season races. Um, Has anybody found any races? Uh, We in this country are at a gigantic drought in terms of, especially if you're talking road races. Um, We are, you know, um, gravel races and fondos are increasing. Um are are you know I'm, I I don't want to ask if anybody's considering the life of a privateer here, but um, oh because I think it's just Sam and me. Um, <laughs> I'm all in gravel. I received an email recently about one of our area road fondos, Chafe, talking oh. about switching to a gravel format. They're asking people in order to get the numbers up or keep the numbers up, uh, and and they're they're trying to to build that up. Uh, Paul, you were shaking. You were nodding when I was mm-hmm. talking about the loss of races. Are, that, well, what there, you, what there's you two for sure. That's because uh, the calendar for Washington State Bicycle Association yep. (WSBA) is probably won't come out until January. But already there are some on there. Everybody already. have a drink. Turtle Bloom. Shock! I just yeah. finished. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Walla Walla on June. Yeah, neither of which I can do. I could do. I can do uh, uh, the first one. So we. You don't have a beer. We don't have to say it again. Yeah, because I don't want to slam uh, this. I'm I'm not double drinking you. And uh, the Vancouver Crit. (laughs) I'm not drinking double drinking anybody. No offense to you, Jack. I love you. But in in January, we'll get more of a. That's. You're going to be a member, aren't you? WSBA? No? What? Why not? Nah. That's where all the hada, racing hada, is. Hada, hada. No, are we going to where all the racing is? Are we going to mention my candidacy before it's announced? Oh, you gonna be the president of the WSB? No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I, 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 I spend too much time on the show talking about standing up and doing something, and it, it came to me that 
uh, the the east side. Thank you. Wow. Look at that pork. God, this the, guy. The here. east side is <laughs> is. <laughs> oh my god. I want to know how you're going to get fit, but you already are fit. You son of a bitch. Um, the east side of uh, this this region is uh, losing their representative. It is uh, a person who's done it forever, the one and only Ted Chauvin. No. Uh, yeah, Ted's, Ted's stepping down. Um, and uh, I had a couple people say, hey, put your money where your mouth is. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I put my money where my mouth is. And I am a candidate Amazing to candidate. be the east side <clears throat> rep for Washington State Bicycle Association. It's not it's just, a bad thing. It There's some represent. I mean, Ted's probably done a great job, but. Ted's I mean, done more a great racing. job. More Ted's racing, done a, a very know? good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. T- Ted. Ted believes in in the sport, mm-hmm. and uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. And but I think you know, I mean, if he's tired of it, somebody yeah. as excited as you has to do it. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see how excited I am. Let's put on some races. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I want to hey. talk to to you guys about. Vance, uh, Vance Creek. Creek. I'm yeah. gonna well. Um, I guess I'm gonna promote. Vance how can how can how can we fill in the gaps? Uh, we are at a situation, and one of the, what I want to take us into eventually is the process of of making bike races happen. Uh, many of us have been well, all of us have been behind the scenes in some way, shape, or form in a bike race, and I, I want to talk to you guys about all the steps that go into that, but. Do they have to be full-on bike races? How can we fill in the gaps? Um, for example, I, I've been kicking around the idea, and you, you guys tell me if it's... I've, I've thrown out ideas to you guys before, and you've said no. Or, or you're just quiet. I get crickets back when it's a stupid idea. We don't want to hurt your feelings. It's, no. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> Turkey Day at the Trump house. And just if you don't say anything, you... <laughs> You're, you're cool with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Would, would there be an interest in a 10 buck TT series? 10 buck TT series. You show up. For sure. Yeah. You pay 10 bucks. It's a prearranged course. You show up between uh, 5.30 and 7 o'clock, and you can start any time on, on the minute interval. You show up. You pay me 10 bucks. You do your race. The results are all posted. At the end, you come by, you grab from a table of swag, and you have a beer and you go home. Oh, that's a lot at the end. You've given more than the ten bucks, way more than the ten bucks. I'm just thinking a table ten of bucks. Swag. You should be like get in no. your car and be like happy as somebody put on a race. And, that, and that's just ten bucks. I know that's yeah. what I'm saying. Different course. You don't need to give swag. You don't need to give yeah, beer don't give for it, ten yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not we, giving them a beer. They I'm can just have saying. A beer. I'm just saying. Oh, that's not yeah. a bad idea. But. Yeah. Um, if there was a regular race, Paul's got a net. Paul's got That's like the Frostbite no, TT, right? On the west side. Yeah, I mean, like that's how you I show did. up. Yeah, it's super cheap. It's like twenty bucks or something like that. And it's but a it's whole like it, you burn your lungs for like you know, yeah. for ten ten bucks. Yeah, do it. So would you categorize? Would you have like category ABC? ABC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, depends on the time of year too. I mean, if it's like you know Frostbite's early, it's training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody just wants a race. Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, you know, two, two, uh, two times a month from March to August. 
Yeah, I think that'd be cool just to see how people progress. Even right? a week. You got somebody that could start behind yeah. in points and then could like make up for it. Yeah, I I mean I'm not I'm not much of a time trialist myself, but I think that any sort of putting something together right <clears throat> right now is a positive step. Yeah. You know, I mean I don't care if it's not my cup of tea or what. It's just as long as there's, you know, Road racing, off-road racing is getting a lot of attention. So I think as long as there's sure. road racing, I think that that is a step in definitely the right direction. Sam, you were talking about the rebirth of the of the training race, mm-hmm. the the weeknight training race. Yeah, I'm for sure doing that. You are. I'm bringing it back. Um, yeah. Just because I think that like when I did the Valley Chapel course, that mm-hmm. was definitely a big hit. Describe that for somebody who doesn't yeah, know what so Valley the Chapel is. Yeah, so the people that aren't here, it's it's a rolling course in the Palouse, the wheat fields of Palouse, right? Yeah. Uh, with one big hill at the end. Um, and then at the top, and by big hill, how would you say that? Is it 1,000 feet or something? Like, that's not really actually that much vert. I don't know. Maybe 800. Yeah, I think even a less than. Mile so climb? A couple, mile? couple miles. Mile maybe and a half. Miles. Yeah, yeah. Mile and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. like the, the pinnacle, right? And yeah. then you just turn around at the top and you come back home. But so do you finish at the top of the climb? So you you just, nope, you like basically. It's out and back. It's out and back. And so then oh the God. whole idea is that then people could just basically, it's, I mean, not the whole thing is out and back, but the vast majority of it is. So yeah. like by the time we're all coming back, everybody should be at a point where they're seeing and you're riding past them. So then people can just hop on if they want, or they can continue riding all the way out. I don't but so it gives them a back. That's the Strava, no, no, the uh, the Zwift rubber band thing. I don't want fuckers jumping back. Yeah, but my it's also end. more welcoming to them. like more you know people. They can have a second chance. It's the millennial way. <laughs> Everybody gets an award. Everybody gets an award. You get, a you get to participate. Oh <laughs> no, but like I was thinking that like to you know like you could do it where you self-seed in whatever category like an abc yeah, yeah like yeah. if you're racing in the a group even though we're all mass starting this like if you're racing in the a group and you're the first person at the top then you get 10 points that day on the top of the climb right and you can like track it everybody can have their own little like spreadsheet thing that we can tag in your points so let me throw this in um and especially because uh I know if, actually let me ask jackson i mean uh no never mind i'll get back to you because i i want to know you have a uh, a, a youthful uh, perspective at this, which is fucking vital. And and our sport is going to die. You're you're in a sport that is predominantly in this country surrounded by older men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think without you and without people your age demographic, especially on the road, we're fucked. Um, so I, I, you know, and without the ability to put on events, nobody's going to, if nobody steps up, it's not going to happen. So, um, Sam, you're talking about this event and you're talking about these ideas. What are your thoughts when the, when I respond with the words, two words, insurance and liability? Barbara. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would go through if if we wanted to make it like an for actual, a Thursday night training ride yep. for a training ride race of just no, just a training ride. I mean, do you say it's a training ride? Do you get away with saying it's a training ride? I would then, say then it's, it's not a race. race. Yeah, then if, it's not a race. Like yeah. it's it's one of those things that and you know that's why it's like you can hop back on if you want. There is no rules to this, right? It's just I'm going to be riding from point A to point B. Yeah. If you want to make it into more of a structured thing, then yeah, like. 
I think that there was probably a critical mass if I had. Uh, this brings me back to high school. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of the game Cops and Robbers? Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't even admit to this by this point, but I think I'm past the statute of limitations. Did you Jeez. have weird, like people running through your backyard <laughs> in 2009? Yeah, they were I, playing kick the can in my we, day. We were playing paper tag. Yeah. We were taking a newspaper and throwing it at yeah. motherfuckers, and you're it. Yeah, so what would <laughs> happen sorry. is like, <laughs> this is, it's, I swear I'm circling back to cycling. In high school, I started this thing, Cops and Robbers, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like you'd have some people that were, riding around yeah Yeah, and then it's you know like those are the cops and the cars and they jump out and like go running after people and they're now a cop right it's tag so it's tag it's It's tag it's all tag yeah so i did that first time meet at this park right over here next to your house small group next time huge group yeah didn't do it after that i think that's the same thing with cycling in the sense that like if we got to a big enough group i'd be like okay we need to have we some organization this has to have yeah. organization so that's that's but, where we're running into but it's yeah. probably i mean like man the biggest days that we had those local pickup race you know mock race things yeah. like what would you say there was maybe like 40 people there mm-hmm. like it wasn't like at that most, yeah. yeah at most and so i think like 50 to 60 would be that critical threshold of like we should probably look into get some this is happening. Get some real, yeah. yeah. Because then you have a lot of people on the road. So with the with the youth mm-hmm. cross in Spokane, mm-hmm. we need a Tuesday night ser- series at an industrial park. We just, we like they, those kids need to go from cross to crits, cross to crits every year. Because mm-hmm. what are they doing when cross is over? Nothing. They're playing school mountain bike sp- racing. school sports. Some I mean, are, a lot of them are mountain well, bike I, racing. yeah, but I mean, you could you could bring them into cycling through mm-hmm. a crit. It's like it's the a it's a road, road crit, yeah, road not, a, yeah, not yeah. a grass crit, not yeah. a mud crit. You know, so we we actually really need a an industrial park in the Spokane Valley, not. Maybe not out now of we, s- we say industrial park because mm-hmm. we assume it's that these these are areas of the city that five o'clock, six o'clock. It's actually private, so you don't have to get like city cops out there. You don't have That's to why get. I was talking you know, about the really? commerce. Well, the yeah, commerce what? Place. Yeah. Really? So, so if you like picked the the city of Spokane Valley or the city of Liberty Lake, like with the, at Buck Knives. You're you're in industrial parks. You're not. You're on private property. You, you need to person, find yeah. a person. Um, Spokane Community College. There's a whole fucking you know uh, SFCC. There's a whole yeah. series mm-hmm. of roads out there you could loop together and just create a crit. Every. But we remember used- that like that was my idea last week when you asked me the question of you know like what would you do? Yeah. If you had X. Oh no, yeah. Like you that buy commerce that. park yeah, yeah. place, right? Like yep, if you, you went there, like I've scoped those roads. You could do like Playfair. a four corner crit. Yep. Playfair. That's it. Yep. And like you don't have to talk private, to one person. You you need to talk to but a group or a that does need to be sanctioned. Yeah. Oh, See, absolutely. I, and mm-hmm. I don't think sanctioning is as hard as I mean, it's not as hard as we're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so let's go through the steps. Um, I, I I you know, and this is this is the topic for the night. I'd like to know what you guys would do first. And 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 Jackson, I know you're just like I haven't fucking done this, but but right, but. What if if I if I told you in July you're putting on a a downtown crit? What would scare you the first? What what like three to four things would make you go holy shit? How am I going to blank? I think um, financially, I would probably worry the most about what happens if a 
if if an unaware specifically child were to enter the raceway and or like a, a, a spectator were to get injured wow you're specific well i just know that sometimes children especially at these events let's say it's kind sure. of a public area what if they run into the area the parents not going to hold back on a bike race you know yeah i'm thinking like a downtown crit type of situation yeah, 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 yeah. like that that freaks me out because that's like worst case scenario um, I'm trying to think what else. I don't um, mean this meanly. But I'm blown away that that's the first fear. Yeah, I my fear would be like, like bikes yeah. been stolen. How's this? No, I, my first fear is like, how's the city gonna let me use the yeah. roads? Yeah. But anyway, well, keep going. Hey, no, yeah, I was also I was also gonna say um, like how like where am I gonna hold it? But also, um, am I gonna break even? I think that'd be the yeah. thing that I'd yeah. be worried about too. That's so, a big question. Yeah, <laughs> I just, the reason why I brought up like the children entering the raceway and like liability exactly and i know that like i said parents are not going to hold back they're going to say you had a you had a bike race we didn't know about it it's your fault we're going to sue you for every single cent you have we exist in the most litigious society on the on the planet and and that is what's killing our sport you know the the fact that people are like i'm gonna fucking sue you i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna fucking sue you and and so that what makes it so hard if you're gonna promote though you you start a company you get like USA mm-hmm. Cycling or Orbra or whatever you so you get the insurance and you okay. start a company. Let's start. Let's start. Separate. Let's start with the steps. Okay, what would you do first? You're one person, and perhaps you have a few friends who would be willing to help out. Paul, what's the first thing <laughs> you would for a do? Friend. <laughs> yeah, like no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm putting oh, no. this in a generic <laughs> situation. I, know, I would never I know. throw you guys under that bus. So to well, get maybe. racing back, it, what's I'm not sure. You're putting on a race. You've been asked. uh, What kind of race or what would I? uh, uh, Well, what? Okay. Yeah. What would be the race you would want to put on? Ideally, it would be a downtown criterion. Downtown crit. Yeah. Okay. Just a one-off. One-off. The start with. Always start small. Okay. Oh, yeah. Get good at small. Get good at... but that's small as in quantity. That's a huge undertaking, and there's a lot of business. Yeah. Small is like a TT that's out in the place. Well, like a ten buck TT. Yeah. Exactly that's, what he was talking about. Yeah. Well, I was thinking as an event that that's open to, like, USCF. Or mm-hmm. USCF. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> how old are you? But somebody at that level. Yeah. I mean, there, the, you can always do. I mean, there's nothing really holding back what what the TNT. Um, was doing or mm-hmm. what he's doing to me that's nice it kind of it's like getting a little treat but i'd like to see it in order for cycling to blossom it has you're gonna have to like take some effort sure and i think at downtown criterium we had one we talk about it all the time i think it's 2013 or 14 when we had it in spokane 13 uh, we had, had several people, of them in the 80s yeah, yeah, yeah but they try to bring it back yeah and I have people coming to me that didn't know the race was going on, thought it was the coolest thing. When's it going to happen again? Family members too. Hey, one. I mean, they thought it was great. Um, so you know, that's how you're going to get interest. But you have to be consistent. And yeah, you're going to take it in the shorts. You're not going to probably make money at it. No one makes money in the sport. If we can shut like down it. every fucking street in Spokane for uh, Hoop Fest. We could put on. We are fortunate eight, that we live in a block, community that is support. eight block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not every, not every metropolitan. Well, it, yeah. We talk to uh, Greater Spokane Sports Association, the sports whatever they're going, yeah, yeah, sports yeah. commission. And they were like, they were, yeah, they, yeah, and they really do want that type of thing, something different. 
and if it and they're willing to help get it bigger. Yeah. So they take care of the police for you, and yeah, they take yeah. care of the oh, security huge. and helping find all that stuff. So, so we're not we're that, not. That's where the money comes. Now keep in mind, yeah. keep in mind, a, a, a very large portion of our our listeners are not in Spokane, mm-hmm. so but they come to Spokane different. for a crit. <laughs> so uh let me ask you guys um you know you've got this idea can we all agree that for for the sake for the hypothetical situation of this jackson do you have any other would you put on more than one event or would you just stick with a downtown crit i think i'd probably stick with just one okay yeah so let's say for the sake we're a new promoter we're going to put on a downtown crit, okay? What kind of pi- people are the right kind to help you put on a race? Talk to me first about the people you want to get involved with you because you can't do this alone. No, you need the city backing. You have to get support from yeah. the city and the down. Well, if you're doing a downtown or whatever local area you're at, because I thought about doing like a crit series, talking the parts. And, yeah. You know, we have so many cool Districts parks. like Perry. Yeah, and, Perry. Yeah, we have Grand, Grand, Grand Italia, Park. Yeah. We have like my neighborhood, Cannon Hill, Corbin. one kilometer, mm-hmm. Corbin Park, which was, is an oval. Yeah, it used to yeah. be a race, yeah. um, it's been horse a race. racing, and yeah. it's actually been a race. Yeah, yeah. I was in there. Yeah, in that, that one. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, all those, <laughs> all those are. But the problem is, is you got to have that that uh, agreement in that community has to whether it's downtown or the neighborhood that says, yeah, go ahead, because all it takes is one person. And that creates a headache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what it... How about friends and family? What kind of people do you attract, do you try to bring in to something like this? Hmm. Anybody? Yeah. I think the reliable type. I mean, I, as yeah. as obvious as that is, but um, I think people that are going to probably not judge your decision making, but support you. Because I think when, when you get people that are going to uh, like immediately... Uh, like criticize any mm-hmm. sort of decision. I think that's not really uh, a, a good team making decision. And I th- and I mean I feel like you would have you would have just kind of figured that out. But I feel like no a good core team. No, yeah. I'm saying like a good core team. Yeah, is yeah. like the key to a a, a good event. Sure, and, and it 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 is so much more than just a person with an idea. I mean, and and that this is I'm I'm trying to to bring this out to the whoever's listening to this who just kind of kicked it around in their heads you can't do it alone mm-hmm. it has to be done with a with a at least a core group of people a family mm-hmm. and team so yeah. i so i promoted dance creek mm-hmm. for probably four years um a, a a guy i got into cycling is eric anderson anderson he took over the the race from me he brought his family in all of his family are now flaggers he's got probably six or eight people run his wife runs registration he's yeah. race promoter um his cousin is schooled in getting together all the cars the wsba you know lead car follow car all that yeah so you know like six eight years ten years later like everybody has a position in the race promotion they get paid everybody gets paid that's part that's, it's that's really it, yeah. part of the entry fee you have to give back to the pros. You have to give back to the people that are going to get race winnings. But you also have to pay your people that are going to be there every single year for you. And if you have a team, and the and I, you know, I used the Olympia, you know, cycling club that was in Olympia that they would come out and they'd flag in the morning because they're racing in the mm-hmm. afternoon. They get mm-hmm. a rate free mm-hmm. entry. So 
you know, you kind of have to be creative with like who you're using, what they want. If you're getting a free entry fee, you're going to drive in the morning. You're going to get a, you're going to race in the afternoon for free. You just got to get creative. Yep. Talk to me about the, uh, the I'm, I'm going to be honest, the, the pros and the cons of working with the USAC, United States. That's a lot you of... mean, USCF? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, I, there's no affiliation of this show with the USAC. I'm, I'm looking, by the way, I have a... I have somewhere I have a bookmark of of the uh, Oregon organization that it's not OBRA but it is the uh, it's an organization that actually sanctions races outside of Oregon and they will help it's you out. Not Obra that. that does that? No, I thought it was. but yeah. it's it is a different it is a different that. little you know acronym of whatever it is. But yeah. uh, um, USAC provides insurance. And, USAC and officials. USA provides officials, which you have to pay for. Yeah, oh you yeah. have to you pay, have to pay for there for their mileage to get there. Yep, yeah. which makes east east side state, you know, very expensive, yeah. very expensive to put on races on the east side because we have no mm-hmm. referees on the mm-hmm. east side. Yeah, you got to pay I for mean, a lot. That's, yeah, you uh, got to pay for lead cars, mm-hmm. follow cars. You got to pay for all these kind of things. Yep. Um, and that becomes a very difficult endeavor for somebody who's who's thinking to themselves, Jesus, I just want to make bike racing happen. Um, well, what, the what riders need to me? go. Hey, I guess I don't get a prize. You know, I don't get three hundred bucks. You know, cash for winning this race because there was actually a race. I yeah. mean, it's 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 gotten back to that point. Yeah. Once we build it up, right. then then they'll be like, oh, all right, you know. There's there are other al- alternatives. There are that that group, and if you if by the way, if you're listening to this now, and if you're in the states, you look up Oregon Bicycle Racing Association, uh, you will find that partner company. And I no God N A Nabra Nabra North American Bicycle oh. Racing Association. I think that's what it is. I Nor- it might be Norba. I think that's what it is. Norma. No, that's normal. Norma. Um, <laughs> that's dead. And and I've spoken to them. Like I've US spoken CF. to them because they usually take on kind of like you had a podcast with them. Alternative and yeah, and, and quirky events. Thank you. I did have a podcast. Ding ding. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and 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 I don't want to bash the USAC because it's all we've got right now. But I also want to make it clear that there are ways you can do it. There's an insurance company out there, uh, McKay insurance if you look it up uh it, it it is a company that we that i i go through with our 24-hour race you can provide athlete insurance and it is a specific you know dollar amount per athlete you have to provide documentation everybody has to do this all this kind of stuff but you can do it you can make these things happen now if you want to officiate your own race that's another thing but but it becomes difficult to to figure it out let me ask you guys this what is a reasonable fee to charge for this downtown crit if you're an athlete showing up and somebody bucks. charges Depends you 50 bucks though. i think at most 50 bucks at most 50 bucks Dep- for it, one day of at it. least 50 bucks okay. i see the reason why i say at most 50 bucks is because i i it comes back to what you're getting out of it because if you begin to rise over 50 dollars, then you lose interest in the younger audience 
But I think the lower so, okay, categories. So, you could do like lower categories. Yeah, but the, of like, the pro, but I'm talking the pros who are like. They're they, going to make money. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. like, I want this in return. It's like, put your money where your mouth put, is. And, and right, the 100 bucks gets yeah. you 2,000 bucks. Or, yeah. you know, there's entry fees that you kick back. I always so you kick back take a $100 entry fee and you put 50% of it back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so, so say you got a 100. So one really two. So then you get like a model. huge. Say, let's just say you have a hundred one two pro. Yeah. Wow. At a hundred pros, one two pros, and but I mean US? they're no, all no, no, right no. for the dollar. We're talking dollar. Yeah, but a hundred dollars. No, he's not talking hundred. Yeah. And then you take fifty percent of that and you put. I always said when I promoted Advance Creek mm-hmm. was fifty percent of the entry fee goes back to the mm-hmm. the price. So if three people showed up, I'm gonna give you you know. Uh, Forty-five bucks, you know, yeah. to the winner. Yep, show up, and I'll give you, you know, five hundred bucks. Yep, yeah. It's it, I can't lose that way. Mm-hmm. That, that's how you, you have to do it. Talk to me about getting sponsors. Has anybody ever tried this process? Because most sponsors are like, yeah, I'm on. I'm going to give you product. Yeah, I'm going to give you, you know, ten. Fucking hate it. It helps with the lower categories. It, it, it really does. does. That it does. does help with the lower categories. But yeah. what do you do when you're you're trying to create a cash model? I mean, because bike racing costs money, and it costs money to put on a bike race. Um, how 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 do you approach a sponsor with a monetizing model that that would make them excited about getting involved? Does anybody ever? Yeah, Jack's like, fuck, Dad, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, other than just the title sponsor, like I can only really think of Derby Days most yeah. recently because, like, Redmond every time, like, God, they walk out with a thousand dollar check, and you see like haze grow over everybody's eyes, like, let's fucking go. Yeah, but so what are you talking about? What, 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 what Derby Redmond days? Derby Days is like everybody shows up, everybody. and and they fill the town with money. So yes. like everybody's gonna like they okay. they give money, they give prizes. All lower categories get like some gift basket of bath salt, bath salts from. You know, yeah, nothing. Sarah's bath boutique, and the final crit is a <laughs> and you love freaking show because okay. the winner gets a thousand dollars, and those starving cyclists are like, "I'm willing to die for this." They had a crowd really? preem that was eight hundred and like four. But that was that's that's, uh, that's people. Different. That's yeah. people totally putting money in a pot. That's what I'm saying though. Is like, I mean, for those or, big things, like you'll draw that, which I think, man, crowd preems you'll see a lot of pros go for, but. Like, You're not otherwise, see- I think a bank, like they'll say, if you write my name on that check, like Washington Mutual, yeah, you so, know. Yeah. Is- so Boise... They gave away Jack, diamonds. They just, gave away diamonds. Jack, for- you're getting excited. <laughs> he won that race. There are, <laughs> there are five of us here. Sorry. Um, now push over the console. The yeah. The uh, the good luck. The uh, the concept of the of the crowd preems can't happen unless you there's got a, a crowd. crowd. Yeah. And and then you've got a whole kind of stuff True. like this. And work. and an announcer like you. Well, Jackson, I was going to ask about that. You know, the the, the things that people overlook. Jackson. Jackson's a, yeah, a, an, an experienced announcer and stuff like that. And I would like to. I don't. People don't need to hear me spout about the importance of an announcer. What? I mean, what do you consider from your experience? I mean, it's going to be a really weird comparison, but I find a lot of similarities between a race announcer and my current and and my in my job itself yeah um being a preschool teacher i think it's like i it's it's gonna sound really weird but it's like being an being a race announcer is like in, in most of it you're not you're not giving them like 
great like you're not giving them any like sort of Yay. concrete yeah, con- yeah like concrete um advice you're just saying like good job you did this really well <laughs> you made it home like yeah. all that type of stuff the yeah excitement is what gets exactly and yeah. that's what i mean between a preschool teacher at no point have i really ever looked at a preschool like picture and been like wow that is like that's going up in the Louvre. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, that's really, really great stuff. And I think that any sort of like little encouragement, you say the name, it just adds a bit of like realism to it. Like I really am doing this event, whether you're, whether you're racing to win or you're just finishing the event. Oh, good save. Whether you're my job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that a race announcer can bring like uh, an atmosphere that, the lack of one wouldn't bring. And sure. I I can say this from personal experience. There, I mean, because when you're dealing with endurance type events where it's, there's not a crowd per se. There's a crowd of family and friends who want to hear the name of Uncle Jake as he comes across the line. That's one thing. When you're talking about some bike races, especially a downtown environment, a, a, a central environment, you need somebody who's willing to not only talk about the elements of the race, but also educate a crowd in terms of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You need to paint the picture of the excitement of what's going on. And I, I, I think it's highly overlooked. I'm not trying to beg for your business. I'm not doing that because I'm not going to wherever you fucking are. Uh, but, but I think to have somebody who can empathize with somebody who's showing up in an event and doesn't know what's going on. Now, if you're in the middle of nowhere... Do you need an announcer? I think, I kind of think you do almost more. I think you need one more if it's in the middle of nowhere, because really, because you said that the lack that the lack of crowd and having an announcer can really create something that's special. And I think that for let's say a bike race, if you are finishing a bike race and there's nobody cheering for you except for the announcer, yeah, that creates a feeling of excitement rather than having no one there if 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 there's just if it's just a couple people going woo at the finish it's like oh well or the I've, sound of your tires rolling across the finish line that yeah like i feel like that's i feel like that, that was would my be life a, that's my fucking life i feel yeah, like that would yeah. be a space where a, a race announcer with some high energy music would be really really yeah. productive even I though it's boring as hell for the announcer i spent two hundred dollars to experience this <laughs> jeff wrote jeff roach Jeff Roke. Roke. Yeah, yeah, Jeff was one of the legends. So, so we grew up with, like, he made cycling super exciting in Spokane. He's the I mean, reason all, all why the I am doing what I do now. Really? I blame I blame everything on Jeff Roke. So he gave you that sense of professionalism. Thousand percent. Like, like we showed up and you could listen to him and just close your eyes. Yeah. And, and it was it was. It was a baseball. A show. You know how a baseball announcer? Mm-hmm. It was a show. Like, you can listen to a baseball game on radio mm-hmm. and get a lot more out of it than watching the damn game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he was that guy. If anybody, he's his voice is, isn't it? Uh, Jeff also did um, in American Flyers. Yeah, he was the, he was oh. the play. Yeah, by, so not the play by play guy. No. No, he wasn't. He wasn't the guy. No, he, he wasn't. Had, no, because no, no, it was no, a it different wasn't. guy. No, mm. there, at one point you see him on a mic, but yeah. it isn't it's not his, voice. his voice. It's yeah. not Jeff. That's right. And uh, a guy was a legend, and and these these crits that they used to do, where they he got big enough 
that he would have an announcer. He would be at the on the finish stretch, and he would have a, a another announcer on the backside of the wow. course, an assistant. <laughs> yeah, calling, calling both wow. sides of the course. Wow. It was a really cool experience. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're, if we're helping somebody who's listening to this to think about putting on a race, but, but, I constantly go back to the days when it was mandatory. Mm-hmm. This seems like a time of self selflessness to put on a bike race for the sake of bike racing over yeah. yourself. Like we should, all want to raise, but should the USAC reinstall the requirement for every club to put on a race, regardless of the magnitude, the size, the the distance, the 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 cash purse, whatever it is, should every club in this country and every country be required to put on a race? It's so, what's the incentive to to be a USA cycling cycling club? Right now, it should go to nationals. If you if you're not fuck if I know you go race. I pay it. Uh, I pay it, and all races. I get are all I get are requirements that say I have to do some sort of a you know safe environment training. Right, but that's if, all I get from USAC right now. What if Arive was not a USA cycling team? There's no we, penalty we for change, racing unattached. Right. So yeah. there needs to be. That's, you need to bring that back to importance. If, if not, you have. A mandatory club race that every club has to put on. Think of how many races would suddenly appear on the calendar. I'm talking to everybody in their own district. I'm talking to us here at this bar. I'm talking how many races would suddenly appear. I don't care how good or how shitty they are. A lot of unattached riders. But, yeah, but, but there was a fee for riding unattached. You had to pay oh, an, so ed, extra? an extra yeah. fee yeah, for riding is, unattached. That is the, the incentive. That was before my time. That is yeah. the incentive. If you don't have, if there's so many fondos and so many like Orbra gravel like, crap, or, yeah, or, or Orbra, hey. like hey, we don't need to be USA Cycling. We can be Obra or whatever. Then you're, then there's no incentive to be a USA Cycling team team. And if you're not if that's not the only game in town, which when you're talking about, it was the only game in town. And mm-hmm. Obra was like, it was kind of like this, like Texas thing. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was sort of a, like, well, we're going to do this. And they also hung out with USA Cycling. Mm-hmm. Now, because of deterioration, they have be- the independence, like everybody's, you know, Obra has become the independent and and other organizations with um, the, the gravel racing and the fondos and all that. People just say, well, fuck you. I'm just going to go race up this or a race of that. I'm going to just Strava race. I'm it's not just beat my friends. It's not as important to be a USA cycling member as it was. It just. Yeah, they like got rid of. I mean, I wasn't around at the time, but it sounds like they got rid of the fees that you know would be your punishment and then mm-hmm. also didn't allow or didn't require teams to put on races anymore like how did your 18 so year olds like, go to worlds how did your 20 year olds yeah. go to worlds if you want to go that path you have to be usa cycling but i mean all the coaches have to do is kind of like oh you're pretty good have we saved anybody from the fear of putting on a race probably not 
I, I think I think the one thing I want people to come away from this is is understanding that it's not as daunting as you it's think it is. Than, yeah. It's easier than you think it is. It is not. I mean, I, I started the show with a ten buck TT idea. Mm-hmm. You 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 create a race. You charge people ten bucks. You you get a company like McKay Insurance. You pay six dollars maybe per person. You show up there with a timing app. Um, I have the timing app. God, I can't remember the name of it right now. I will post it. That you a, a timing app on your iPad, and you get another person. You know, if it's a point to point, you you both start your clocks at the same time and you go. If you, if it's a, if it's an out and back, you just stay there and you type in their numbers as they come across, and it automat a web scorer. That's the name of the thing. And if you're if you have a web connection, it will automatically digitally post your 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 results to the web, and you're done. It's it's not that tough to do. You can put on a a a crit in an industrial park if you get permission and you do the races and you do things like that you can put on a training ride uh you know quote unquote training ride you have to stare everybody in the face and go don't fucking sue me or something like that I don't know, i'm a I total just... squirrel and i put on fucking vance creek for five years yeah. and and state champion state yeah. road race and time trial champions i'm i'm, I'm like the least organized guy you know yeah and i did it you're right I, you with are. USA, with fucking USA cycling. You're right. I, put I, I brought officials out and, and set up cars. I yeah. did it if I can do it anyway. I put on it. a 24 hour mountain bike race last year, and I was terrified. We fed people, we let people camp, we did all that kind of shit, and we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And then we watched other people do and it. And what three people like? Oh, you're always going to get complaints. Yeah, right. you're always going to get complaints. Yeah. Who complained? Give me their but name. But the four, yeah. but the four hundred people that yeah. that appreciated what you did is yeah. all that matters. Yeah, you can't Fuck let it get to you. Like, can't let it get to you. So uh, what I'm saying is, put on a bike race. You should force yourself. If you are a member of a cycling club, bring it up at your next meeting. Say we have to put on an event. Quit fucking riding other people's coattails. Put on a race, and we as the Arrive Cycling Club should put on a race. Ah, let's distract the listeners from what I just said and shift gears to a quick news recap brought to us by our friends at Scratch Labs, the best tasting, easiest on your gut, best variety there is for fueling. Scratch Labs. Big flavor, light flavor, recovery, endurance fuel, all that's right there at Scratch. Click the link at packfiller.com. Okay, this might not be news, but I want to say that Fred Wright is my new fucking role model. Gluttony makes for a good motivator for Fred Wright. Bahrain Victorious' classic bashing stage hunting sensation rests harder than he races, so he can commit fully to his season stretching from early spring to late summer. This is from our friends at News. He says, I quote, I like to get to a point in the offseason where I feel so gross and upset with myself that I want to ride my bike again. <laughs> Jackson? Sounds familiar. Yeah, I would right? like to bring that and cut that story short to just say, Jackson, is this what you've been talking about in terms of your approach to training? I don't know if I feel necessarily disgusted <laughs> with myself. I just more feel the motivation entering my body. <laughs> um, I I think that's awesome, though, because it, it, I feel like that's definitely a much more real world way of putting it than I've been training all year long and I don't stop and I yeah, want to die by yeah. the next day I wake up, you know, like yeah. I, I feel like that's really cool. And it's especially from a guy like Fred Wright, who was always at the front of races. I'm I identify with that and I'm happy to see that the pros are touting real. that as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I know Sam can probably agree with this, but everybody else over the age of 40, can we take this approach and still have any chance of being remotely good? Paul no. shook his head. I already tried no. it. Paul jacked it. I used to be that way in my 20s, but when I hit my 40s, like, what the hell's going on? This We're raging against long. the dying I used to say three life. weeks, and I'm, I'm in race shape. I uh, know. No, God, it's about three I months. am in that yeah. transition period of it's <laughs> three starting weeks to, to get real. Yeah. 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 You're a middle-ager. I know, right? Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it, like... Man, I didn't ride starting the end of last year, like, you know, big year, and then didn't ride from, like, October until March, and I was, I didn't have riding legs until August. Like, it's, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. You guys are, and you're just further ahead than me. I'm way ahead. <laughs> ahead? Twice my age. <laughs> yeah, I know. In, in deterioration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, deterioration. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, that's, that's a depressing news story. Uh, speaking <laughs> of weight, Tom Pidcock, Pidcock, Pidcock admits that his featherweight climbers uh, profile will prove a disadvantage against uh, looming cyclocross clashes with brawlers Wout Van Aert and Matthew Vanderpool. Uh, and he says, and I quote, I don't have the weight and the same power as Matthew and Wout. Um, it's hard to beat them in races like this. So... Um, Oh, this is the. This, I'm, I'm about to get to the depressing part. And the Ineos Grenadier star, who already won his first cyclocross race this season in his World Champions jersey, said he's close to his road racing optimum weight of under 60K. They have more absolute power. This is him again, which comes in handy in the mud and in the sand. It's a lightweight. Uh, the, uh, Tom is a lightweight. His 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 uh, trainer, his coach, says it's not far from his tour weight at 58 kilograms. Vanderpool got the best of Pidcock in last week's thrilling race at Holst with Pidcock taking an early read, lead only to break a wheel after his mishap. And so uh, we go on from there. Um, but, however, he did honestly say he's... Uh, uh, we, we talked about uh, Matthew Vanderpool at his race weight of being 80 kilograms. Number one, should I just be fucking racing cyclocross? I'm the heaviest guy in this room. Should I just quit and race cyclocross? No. <laughs> no. Number two, I looked it up. 80 kilograms is just over 175 mm-hmm. pounds. 60 kilograms is just over 132. Um, what do you all hope to achieve in terms of racing weight? Uh, everybody talk to me about your ideal racing weight, and I'm going to say Tour de Bloom to make all you drink yeah, right. before you drink. Because it'll, it's like a pound. Tour de Bloom. Let's be real here. Yeah, Tom Pidcock is about five two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. that's that is something to also understand. And I think no, he's not really five two. It's but he's not healthy like five, to no. Five. He is. He is. I think he's five two. That I, is. I think he's that. Wow, short. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. If that was a spot on guess, yeah. but I wow. and 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 Vanderpool is what probably six foot. Six he's one. over six. Yeah. Six feet. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's just a different beast in itself entirely. Yeah. I think it's just the battle of body composition yeah. um, bulge. well yeah. for us it is um but i think for myself yeah. i hover between like 160 and like 168 and how tall okay. are you i am six four mm-hmm. <laughs> right you're six fucking four. crazy mm-hmm. yeah yeah i did that at one point you're six four. Sam, I'm what's, six three. What's no. your what's your race weight? Realistic ideal. Race oh yeah, weight? no. Right now, I'm definitely between one ninety one ninety five, somewhere in there. And I would Why say. Why do you want my medium jersey, dude? 
Dude, I want to feel like what a packed fuck? sausage, Can you bro. Squeeze his. I fucking. <laughs> I wear a medium too. <laughs> his. But he weighs fucking sixty pounds more than you. It's you the know, body composition. You know it's what? Not the weight. Yeah. You want to know what? Lower. He's got really it's big lower. legs. Really big ass. You want to know what third. Sam's jersey zippers say? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, perfect. <laughs> but no, I think that my I'm skipping forward. I think my perfect uh, ideal in my current state of like being an adult and functioning human is 185. 185. <laughs> like yeah. a okay. Ball job. Yeah. Uh, as I get older, the 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 wings the weight, to, 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 with yeah. the weight gets the less and less yeah i got the <laughs> he's got big, bird bones but yeah. big legs the weight gets less, less you get lighter yeah, yeah because you don't have muscle mass muscle weighs yeah. twice as much as yeah. is like fat. everything's shrinking on Paul. god that makes me feel good so his height <laughs> right now i weigh 166 <laughs> i should be probably racing when i was at 49 degree at uh, 49 degrees 49 um years old i was uh, I think 156, and that's when I was probably at. So I'll probably be. I, I'm thinking, to be honest with you, 158, if I could lose eight pounds. Wow. Awesome. So, awesome. What was what, 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 your raise weight? 158? Yeah. 158. At that yeah. height. I was 59, 158. Yeah. But I don't have a sprint, and so that's that's to keep me going yeah. uphill. I mean, I at this point in time, it's a penalty every pound. I think at my age, we're not fat shaming, but we're pretty close. Yeah, and and it's not we're a bragging point, but yeah, s- yeah. seriously, the the only I could work out as much as I can, and it's doesn't change. Yeah, much. it doesn't change much. Yeah, it, yeah. it's bizarre. It used to. I'm thinking. Oh, I, I used to be able to see how cut now the muscles just kind of like barely hangs onto the bone. <laughs> it's like, Which I'm thinking it's like it's like Pat's turkey. It's like ah, I'm gonna. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's all dried up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barely hold on. <laughs> yeah. Jack, Jack, oh, I, I don't know if you're a bike racer anymore, but mm, what would you consider yeah. a race weight? I rode a bit this now? summer. I know you um, did, and I'm busting your balls, yeah. man. I, I, so I got this summer. I got down to my race weight. Running, we got to focus on the topic. or or, or cycling. Oh, okay. One sixty-five. I got down 168 this summer. Okay, felt, felt pretty. That's yeah. nice, pretty good. dude. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six one. So, I used to be that, but I'm high. I got fucking arms. Yeah, man. I know. Fucking, yeah. I can, it's all upper I can body. Do that. I used See, to. Be, yeah, I got no lower. You and body. I are different. <laughs> I know. Right. I say don't beat yourself up though, because you I'm are right. too late. Well, no, right. you too late. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> like for instance, like I am flagellating myself. Right Paul now. and my smacking myself on the. Well, Paul and myself are built. Vertically, yeah. I would say, yeah. and you're gonna think this is gonna sound bad by I'm saying short and fat. No, <laughs> you are you're like a manhole cover. <laughs> no, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> oh my god! You have always had a broader set of shoulders than most, sure, and you are. Well, broad, it's because I, I, I keep my shoulders together like Larry King because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> is this why you have shoulder issues? Let your yeah, son finish. Fuck, yeah. Anyway, sake. sorry, Jay, but. We are built more as climbing types. Mm-hmm. You are built more as a sprinter type. It's not that you're overweight. It's just that you are built differently. That's how every body compos- composition is. You and I are similar. Thank what, you. Where I'm, am I in this? You're just like stork-like. Stork- Sam, 
This isn't fucking about you right now. <laughs> this is about me. This is his show. <laughs> I, uh, you hearing your guys' ideal race weight and um, well, that I, doesn't I, mean I, we're oh going to achieve God. it. No, right? I, I did a little math here, and Paul, you said you're one sixty six. Yes. Um, I am two hundred and six, which means I am carrying forty pounds up a hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, if you can. <laughs> Put Wait until you watch. get a disc brake bike. Watch. I have a good, si- <laughs> I have a good sized dog on my back mm-hmm. every time I climb up a hill. We should chat. Do you want an e bike now? We could put one of those. <laughs> we'll right right now. <laughs> it's 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 unbelievable. And and yeah, Jackson, thank you, thank you. By the way, well, that was very that, kind of you. That's very it's kind true. of you. To say. No, he's got a point. You get a Christmas if you present. look yeah. at yeah. look at my wrist, they are tiny, tiny. That's great. It's not going to get me up to the fucking top. I can't see. I appreciate appreciate my wrists and maybe my dick are bigger, but... But, yeah. but and that noggin it certainly of yours, is ass. Jesus, it's like yeah. an orange. Oh my on a god, toothpick. I have one of I have one of Pat's helmets. I have to put three hats on to wear his helmet. That's where it, all your weight yeah. is. It's on your head. It's, uh, so like don't worry about the fat, Pat. Just, it's my oh, it's my winter show. helmet. I put a winter hat under it. But go ahead. That didn't help. <laughs> hey, let's end with some final fun. Brought to us by our beer sponsor. Wait. There isn't a beer sponsor. You want to be the official beer of the Pack Filler? Featuring in each episode, host of our quarterly live shows and group rides for 2023. Each beer reviewed upon arrival. Exposure to a massive beer drinking audience. You know you're a beer drinker. If you're listening to this show, you got to be it. Come play with us. Gentlemen, here's the question. If you had to pick your first, we're starting on the Christmas theme already it's not even december if you had to pick your first christmas gift list item for yourself under fifty dollars jack didn't do his research i can tell i he was, was driving driving here oh, i was driving it was horrible it was but he was texting us but he couldn't look it up it was but, uphill both yeah. ways yeah um what would it be and it must be under 50 bucks while you guys are doing this i'm gonna i'm and i'm 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 gonna start and i'm taking this straight from our friends a competitive cyclist, use the link at Pack Filler. I would like a pair, and this is an you odd. Your this either. is, this is <laughs> an odd idea. gift. Oh. This is an odd gift. A pair of Feedback Sports cassette pliers. Oh. I'm still using the old school chain whips. You know the 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 rod with the chain on it to get it off, and the chain is so old I can't believe it still fits. <laughs> anything and i would love to be able to just grab that thing and do do my business and that sounds highly (laughs) sexual but i would love a good set of uh, pliers and i i didn't write down the sport uh, the price but i know they are under under 50 bucks i promise they're under 50 bucks anybody else figure something out under 50 bucks jackson you got something i don't have like the specific name but i will always be the first person to tell you if you want to put any sort of upgrade onto your bike road bike specifically um handlebar tape for me is the first place to start good call and i have a set of physique handlebar tape that is yep paul's giving a thumbs up because i agree it's super cas yep it's i don't even know what that means but i peter sagan bro (laughs) Peter's a guy. Super Kaz. About what? Super Kaz. That's his bar tape. That's what you got to go with. Is it by oh. Physique? It's no. Oh, it's, it's different. It's own. Really? I've never heard of it. See, oh, yeah. it makes a bike feel like like brand new. It mm-hmm. does. And, and I love it. You always, When you put a set of handlebar tape 
on your bike, it's the kind of moment where you're walking away from it and you're just leaving the room. And then you turn back and you look at it and you're like, going, damn. You sent pictures out of your <laughs> Every orange, time. orange. It's not orange anymore, John. No, I know. But you haven't ridden with me. Nope. So you wouldn't know. <laughs> I agree. How many times should you, re- should you replace handlebar tape, Jackson, in your personal opinion? In my personal opinion, I think for me, once a year. Really? Depending on the color. Yeah. Depending on the color. See, Every I do, time it, I do it twice. Ah. I do it at least twice. At least twice. I Just because I'm like, oh, I love the feeling of new handlebar tape. See, I didn't do it the first year I had the bike, and then I crashed. Yeah. And then I got new hoods and... Well, new hood covers and new handbar yeah. tape. Yeah. So, but if you buy the right bar tape, which is why I'm specifically mentioning physique, yeah, you won't you won't lose that grip. It's good shit. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. And it, it handlebar tape's come a long way since since Bonotto. I'm looking at Paul because he's the only one I who's going to appreciate that. I used Bonotto's. to buy it all the time. Awesome. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Sorry. It's great in the rain, wasn't it? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh that, did, did any of us do the tricolor? Oh, no, I can go uh, Yeah, too far. I did. Oh, I tricolor yeah, junior shit? Three no. at a time? You know where no. you were a junior because yeah. you had tricolor tape. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just bought the, the Belgian color. Yeah. Had is bought. that like the tape that like slowly transitions into the next color? No, no that is yeah. really no, cool. No, I, I don't know. It was a solophane type do it. like in the rain. Benotto. There was no pad. Benotto is like strap. Now they call it strapping. Like when you get a pallet full of stuff, it's that's the bar tape. Yeah. It was stra- the so straps that hold it down. That's it's so funny. The straps just, that hold it down. Yeah, yeah. So it's not tape. even tape. Yeah. It, there isn't it's any it's like electrical adhesive. tape. Might as well do. No, it doesn't even no. have adhesive. It's just like wrap, it's, like it's plastic, hard. like stiff yeah. plastic. It's yeah. plastic. <laughs> they call we it, had to race in the rain, dude. Oh, and believe it or not. But we wore gloves. I raced in the rain. Cello tape. They called it cello tape. It was just. It was just a like a sheen of plastic. Yeah, it was beautiful. Any of the pictures in the anyway, Paul. I mean, I'm giving Jack more time because Jack I, I like, doesn't know what he wants. I like the, um, the, the. I'm all on board on the physique. That's a great stocking stuffer. Absolutely, it's yeah. Just, roll a bar tape. It under is 50, good. Definitely and and mine 50. because of physique. I yeah. used to wrap two times a year. Yeah, one a year. With you physique. go one a year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. physique. Unless I crash, that stuff wears like iron, and it's comfortable. It has. It is. Great. Is that your? Is that your gift? No, no or it's you, not okay. my gift. Okay, you're Mine just is, you're just double plugging physique. No, I would. I would just because because the banter's so thick. I would like to say, yeah. Jackson, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, but it's I get buried. I so can't anyway. believe I said double plugging. <laughs> so but you anyway. both have lead in you and rocks and, and double plug. Yeah. Yeah. Have a lot more in common than you have to work up to it. But anyway, so. <laughs> but uh, I went with. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's a great podcast. I love this. Um, <laughs> I went with uh, Motorex. Uh, their their <laughs> Grease two thousand. It is awesome. It's thirty seven seventy five on on uh, at Motorex. Motorex, they're a Swiss company that does okay. greases and chains for for MotoGP. They're like big sponsor oh, wow. and, and all okay. that, but okay. they do bicycle stuff. They have like chain lubes and stuff. Wow. But I bought a small little tube of it, and I thought this is the best, the best grease I've ever used. So, really? Yeah. Okay. Motorex. It's grease, not lube. What grease? Uh, yeah. So bearings and mm-hmm. what? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, it comes in a in a little like tub little thing. tiny guy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody did their homework. I can see they're just randomly throwing out small items. 
Well, do 50 you have bucks something, Jeff? Far, sure. I'll, I'll let you go before Sam because Sam did his homework and we don't want to. I didn't do my homework. Uh, a park tool lube and cleaning kit. That's not. That yeah, it's like 49 Really? Yeah. 49.99. How convenient. 49.99. Specifically, it is give to me the a, 99th with no Give tax. me the part number, Jack. <laughs> Let's Tell me what. Page is on. You might, you might want to call. Him. You might want to call Calvin, Calvin on that one. Yeah. Uh, he'll sell it to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jackson's it. looking up. It's yeah, gonna be forty-seven ninety-nine. Forty-seven ninety-nine. Now I think it was forty-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> forty-nine ninety-nine. A couple seconds ago. So the lube itself. So on competitive cyclist is nine nine ninety-five. Oh, plus Paul, wait. You what went, else do you want? What else? The cleaning, cleaning, cleaning part stuff. Yep, cleaning part stuff. Jackson's on it. We got to pad to fill so in the ahead. gap. Yeah. So I, 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 mine was 30, 37. Jeez, he did it. 75. Jesus. Well, there is no park to a cleaning kit, actually. So oh, Jack was ah, wah, wah, wah. I think I have that. Do I have? I don't you know can't find it. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, Edmund, man. Muck off. <gasps> If you're gonna look at it, what are you doing, you moron? Just the bio drivetrain cleaner is twenty four ninety yeah, nine. Yeah, I'm up. And to, if you're continually yeah. adding I'm up to on thirty five bucks, yeah. Well, Jack, we don't ask up much. to forty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was driving all day. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, bring us back. Drive in Texas. All right. Yeah. So with your OLN Mike winter yeah. training. Oh, really? It's early spring. Castelli. P-O-U? Three, shoe cover. Okay. So we're talking shoe covers now. They are amazing. Now, 50 bucks? They're on sale. Oh. It counts. Yeah. It, counts. Uh, it counts. On competitive Damn cyclists. Right. Damn right it counts. Damn right it counts. But, yeah, they are... They're awesome. I had the earlier rendition of them that were, like, the neoprene-like ones. Um, but these ones are less, like... For wet conditions, more for cold conditions. Okay. Are they fleeced on the inside? Which for Spokane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Area. Are they what? fleeced on the inside? No, they're not no. fleeced. I don't know how Jackson does it with the, with just the bellow toes, with just the rubber covers. No, no, well, no. no. The rubber covers. Yeah. We talked about this. I'll tell you yeah. what. You do that and a pair. Well, Sam has a better idea, but I, this is how I do it. I do it with um, the bellow toes, my regular cycling shoes, and then a pair of wool socks to s insulate the heat. But to take in that sweat that you, mm -hmm. it, it turns sweat into warmth. Mm -hmm. Wool's a pretty crazy fabric. So it's, that's what I suggest. Yeah. That's so, amazing. And you know what I do? I just do a pair of socks and my fucking shoe covers. Yeah, it's and they're crazy. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. No, I, I don't Cold. do velo tools. And, and yeah, but and like the, that, the, that, that keeps you warm socks. enough? Yeah. Man, that's wild. You know my where they came from? You know where they came from? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be a horrible person. They came from Molly Baba. Like uh, your Molly your Baba. rubber ones? No, my my uh, my my fabric ones. My kind of my hmm. uh, my fleece line ones. Oh. Cost me twelve bucks. Wow. Well. Wow. Now, mind you, they're gonna last four rides. Well, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, you want to know how long my Velotos have lasted? Two or three years. Yeah. And they were twenty dollars. Yeah. And they're pieces of rubber. Yeah. But Sam has they a better are. idea they than are. I do. So how I did it? We were talking about this on our last ride. Is this is under fifty bucks? Yeah, because it's still Velotos. Oh, yeah. We're still on topic. Yep. So I will stick then the shoe cover, or I mean the 
toe warmers um, mm-hmm. underneath the shoe cover, and it's incredible. Really? It's just like an oven in your, your wow. foot. Right. Oh, it's yeah, because it traps all the heat in, and so. I highly recommend, and that's probably got to cost an extra three bucks or something. To okay, we're going to be building. We're going to be building the Christmas list as we proceed. And by the way, uh, don't you guys think you're off the hook because I have already the the Christmas gifts are here. They're just not here here, mm-hmm. and I will be giving them to you, and and we will be going with that on another date. So before we finish, however, I won't be here. Um, before we finish. <laughs> Jack, I'll make sure you're here. Um, I just went like, wow. like Irish an Irish car bomb, car bomb over here. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, if you had wow. to go thumbs up or thumbs down, I'm going to ask you to race the rate the top transfers of 2023. This is from our friends at Velo News once again. So I'm going to start with Jackson. Richard Carapaz to EF Easy Post. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Can I not give a middle? Uh, nope. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Jack. Hmm. I wanted that one, but go ahead. You can the same <laughs> one. No, same oh one. yes, yes, I love it. Paul, yes. Thumbs up for Richard Carapaz. Yeah. Thumbs down for EF. Okay, I. Oh, how so? How, how so? Just because it's another he retired cyclist. Butter, that's my problem. I, that's I, why I'm I going. I don't think he's retired. I think he has a lot of potential. I think he won three stages. Yeah, yeah. so did a bunch of other yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? If you're looking for. Well, anyway, this is about... Yeah. Anyway. Continue. Yeah, continue. Fast. Yeah, that's an argument. Hey, you boys. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say a thumbs down. I'm, I, I don't think it's going to pay off. Uh, second one, Dylan Van Barl to Jumbo Jumbo Visma from Ineos. Ineos writer oh. to Jumbo Visma. Probably the best transfer of the entire season. Yeah. Thumbs really? up. I yeah. agree. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Everybody totally thumbs agree. up. Yeah. Uh, Tim Merlier to Sudal Quickstep. Ooh, I think it's a good idea, especially if... Cavs going, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, they need, yeah, yeah if Cavs need sprint, yep. yeah. need sprints. Yep, yep. Adam Yates to United Arab Emirates. We have the next tour winning team. Thumbs up. Really? As a helper, of course, because okay. Yates okay. can't make it through a. Did, oh yeah, he's catching on. Catching up for Pog. We all agree that's good. Yeah. J Vine. To UAE. Mm. Oh my you God! You think he's God, pay off? game over? Yeah, yeah. Jay Vine, he'll be great for. I mean, if he does the same role as Yates, right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he will. Thumbs up. Thumbs it's up. A, Jay Vine could have team building a magical uh, tour Spain too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they have a triple threat of yeah. all three. Wow, zero. that all went to UAE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think oh, I think right. somebody at some point in time went. You know, we really should uh, this Paul Guitar guys. He's good. We should maybe build a, a team, team around him. Build yeah. a team yeah. around him of you know. tour winners. Yeah, yeah. why yeah. not? Yeah, you know? exactly. Or a potential tour. Well, I have to say, it will make for interesting racing because obviously they don't want to get in the position that UAE, that is, where uh, Yumbo Visma had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. th- th- this is their counterattack early on so now it's up to yumbo visma to make this a big chess game yeah so now they have all their pieces what are we going to do jay vine what you know we're going to look at all these guys level of pogacar though yeah like exactly but they have to like zero at some point in time they have to know that uh that primus roglic is going to crash so that's one less yumbo visma rider well, the thing is, is he still thinks he can win the tour. Yumbo Visma. Kind of, he's like the equivalent of Yates. Yeah. Like yeah. Yates does great, 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 great yeah. crash. No. Or whatever. He's far better than Yates. Yeah. Yumbo Visma knew that the, right now, I think everybody in the world would agree, Pogaccia is like 
how do you stop this guy? Mm-hmm. And they found they had to have a quiver of, of arrows, and they, yeah. they played the strategy right. So UAE is coming in. It's like, okay, we didn't have people to mark, um, you know, all these guys from Yumbo Visma like uh, Van Art and and uh, what's his name, um, Christoph uh, Laporte. Laporte. Yeah. yeah, all these guys are up ahead. Yeah. I mean, no one argues the best stage in the Tour de France was stage eleven, and that was a masterpiece yeah. of strategy. And and so they can't get in that position. So if they have enough people to say, okay, go, go, yeah. go, go. Yates is that. so anyway, filler. guys. I hate to do this to you, but we could we could rant about this for for forever. We're at ninety minutes into Whoa. the show. So here's what we got to do. We got to talk about this stuff, and we will talk about this stuff in other yeah. in, in mm-hmm. other future podcasts. Um, so that's where I end the show. Right hey everybody, like, subscribe, and I mean that genuinely. Like and subscribe, um, and and follow the show. Tell somebody about it, and rate us on iTunes if you get a you know free finger. Uh, is that is that disturbing to say? Free finger. Free finger. <laughs> I just came with it. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, the middle finger. Jesus Christ, your fingers are huge. Yeah, like brothers. Well, you know what they say. <laughs> your poor wife. Uh, <laughs> we will catch you guys next week. No, she improved. <laughs> don't don't. <laughs>